welcome back to Instigator, where the idea is, is to get you to think a little differently, get you to challenge some of your thought processes. Shoot, challenge some of mine, right? This is to get you to think of the second, third order effects. And let's be honest, it's all about growth. It's all about opening our minds up, right? And I'm really excited today to bring to you something a little different, right? This will actually be my first two-part instigator. Now, I'm going to film them back-to-back, right? So I'm going to be wearing the same thing. So no, I'm not that dirty, right? (laughs) But I'm going to be filming them back-to-back. And this two-part will actually be um, about COVID, right? We all know that this thing has completely thrown us for a loop. But one of the things that I wanted to address is kind of what we've learned from it, what we've picked up from it. You know, sitting back and and going through this process individually and also together, what are some things that we picked up, good and bad? Hence the two parts that we're gonna do for, for these videos, right? So I'm gonna basically discuss things that we've learned during COVID. And I'm gonna talk about things that I like and things that I like not so much. We're gonna talk about some of the positives on what I've learned and some of the things maybe negative that I've also learned. Now, I will tell you up front, good news, the positive does outweigh the negative, at least in my viewpoint, right? So we're gonna start with the conversations of what are the good things that I've learned? What, what have I learned from COVID that I think is positive or is good or will help us moving forward, not only as individuals, but as a society? These are also things that as we begin to transition out of COVID and out of quarantine that I hope we don't forget, right? The first one, let's jump right into it. I like the fact that we have started to figure out the difference between a want and a need. COVID opened our eyes to this. Like we may have wanted that new car. We may have wanted all these fancy clothes. We may have wanted all these materialistic things, but when you're stuck in your house, and you can't go nowhere, is that fancy, expensive car really doing it for you, right? Are all those outfits that you uh, probably stopped wearing because you stayed in your PJs, are those doing anything for you? No, those were once. What we needed was substance. And apparently in this pandemic, some damn toilet paper. Let's not even go down that path. Um, (laughs) What we needed was connectedness. What we needed was human interaction, right? A lot of us started feeling lonely, like the walls were closing in. What we needed for some of us could have been a break from the daily grind and the daily routine. What we needed was a little bit of extra time to focus on us and our goals. That's what we needed. We want all these things, all these materialistic things, but the need for them, I think, was shown not to be that significant. The next thing, what I liked about quarantine is that we realized, or I realized, family and friends are the most important. We do all of this keeping up with the Joneses and trying to compete with this person and that person. And we, no, like none of that even matters. Like your opinion of me doesn't matter unless you're a family and or a friend. And even in that case, it could be argued that my opinion of me matters even more than that. But family and friends are everything. Like right? Those are the people that we leaned on in this time of need. Those are the people that we were concerned with in this time of need. It wasn't Joe Schmo that you work with, right? It, it, it wasn't, you know, we didn't lean on these people that you feel like you're in competition with or these people that sit back and judge you day in and day out. 
family and friends are who we focused on, who we, who we reached out to. And then once we made sure those were okay, we reached out to others that we were concerned about and all this, but this whole keeping up with the Joneses stuff. And I, no family and friends mean everything. Like my mother, like she's up there in age. Right. And I'm concerned. I'm concerned about her going out. I'm concerned because let's be honest, the, the COVID, the demographic, the, the it, it really attacks, you know, our, our, our older generation. Right. I don't want to call her older. She'll punch me in the throat. But, you know, it, so my, my time with her. Right. And the the freedom that was taken from me because of quarantine and all that made me realize how important spending time with her was. Uh, same thing with the kids, right? This homeschooling and all this other stuff. Like, it amazes me that as we're sitting here in this in this pandemic, and we're 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 like, oh, I can't wait to you know to to get some free time and to go back to work. I can The same things we're complaining about not having were the same things before COVID that we were complaining about in the first place. Like, how many of y'all sat here and was talking about, oh, I wish I had more time to spend with family. I wish I had more time to spend with my kids. And then when we got put in quarantine and we had to start homeschooling and doing all this other stuff, you got irritated real quick. Like, the same thing you wanted, you were given, but now you're complaining about. But what it should have done was made you take a step back and realize that family and friends are really the most important thing. Relationships are the most important thing. I also realized that slowing down is a good thing. Man, we get so caught up in the rat race, right? And we get so caught up in being busy, 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 busy. And I'm going to touch on this here in a little bit that life passes us by. If there was one thing that COVID did, it forced us to slow down. It forced us to take a deeper look into not only our lives, but our priorities, what we're focused on. You know, this jumps back into the the wants versus needs. We, We started seeing these things that we want maybe weren't as important as we initially thought they were, right? We were able to do that because we were able to slow down. And I hope as we come out of this, we don't get right back into the rat race and the hustle bustle of life to where you blink your eyes and all of a sudden five years are gone, right? Slowing down is a good thing. The next thing I learned, oh, this one's near to dear to my heart, right? So for anybody that knows what I do, I am a communicator, right? I work on computers. I'm currently the superintendent of the combat comm squadron, right? I'm here to tell you right now, unsung heroes, right? We all get, you know, I'm, I'm giving props and mad respect to medical and first responders. Lord knows that the military has gotten uh, huge accolades and well-deserved pats on the back for, for serving their country, right? All, all these people get all these accolades, but I'm gonna tell you what, my unsung heroes of COVID, right? are the communications folks. You know, the folks that keep the cell phone towers up and running, the folks that allowed you to do all these Zoom meetings, the folks that allow you to Skype and and use all this technology so you can stay in contact with not only your work, but your family and your friends. What we talked about earlier was so important, right? As we're sitting here and we're praising the medical folks and we're praising the, the, the folks at the grocery stores and all this other stuff, and rightfully so, because they have done a phenomenal job who doesn't get no love are the people that make sure that our communications are up and running. Could you imagine if they weren't? Could you imagine if we did not have this technology up and running and we we literally were locked down to our houses and couldn't reach out virtually to people? This would have been a million times worse. 
So shout out to the communicators, right? Just as medical and first responders and military and grocery workers and food suppliers and all these other folks are heroes, man, y'all are heroes too. So thank you. Another thing that I learned, there is a huge difference between busy and productive. This goes back to the, to the rat race, right? To the, the constantly churning. I'm very busy. I'm seldom productive. I can spend an entire day just jamming and jamming and jamming away. And then I come home and my wife looks at me and she's like, oh, what'd you do today? And I'm, I sit there and I'm like, shit, man, you know what? I don't know. That's because you were busy and not productive. And again, this goes back to being able to slow down and realize this. A lot of my day, from my experience, is spent doing busy work. Not very productive, right? What, what goals have I accomplished? What, what milestones have I achieved? Whether or not they're, they're professional or personal. It took me slowing down to, to realize the difference between busy and productive. I will take a productive day over a busy day any day. There's a huge difference in that. And what COVID taught me was that difference. And that I need to be more purposeful and more intentional in ensuring that my days are productive. Another thing um, that I learned, um, and kind of already knew this, right? A lot of these, I think we already knew, but we were reminded. Maybe we got complacent with them. Maybe we took them for granted. But another thing that uh, I, I learned and I liked from COVID was it really brought back the true value of communication. Everybody who knows me knows that interper interpersonal communication is king, right? I, I love face-to-face. -face. I believe I can accomplish more sitting down with somebody than I ever can over you know, a tablet or a computer. However, comma, communication in any form is so valuable. Interpersonal was taken away like that. We were quarantined. We were locked down. So we had to rely on technology and you can still make amazing connections virtually. We scheduled weekly meetings with some of my leaders, right? So we could all make sure we're on the same page. And honestly, just so I could see their beautiful faces, right? I just wanted to see their faces. Technology allowed us to do that. Communication was valuable communicating changes and issues and concerns not only for us but for for our youngest of airmen companies communicating to employees family members communicating friends communicating i can't tell you how many times i got on social media and saw like a virtual happy hour dude that was awesome that was communication we lost sight of that somewhere and covid reminded us how valuable communication really is another thing i learned Connections can be made anywhere. In all this, you know, technological focused and, and we're going virtual with that, everything, right? A lot of people spent a lot more time on social media, whether or not it was connecting with people or trying to stay entertained or trying to keep their mind off of what was going on. Some people got in there for the politics and the news and all this other stuff. We're not going to travel down that path. But what ended up happening is people ended up connecting with people they never thought they would have. Right, I'm a, I'm a huge, avid fan of LinkedIn. I made so many connections on LinkedIn and was able to pick up the phone and call. Like I've, I've had telephone conversations with people I would have never had conversations with 
had this not have taken place. And it just goes to show you that when you slow down and take a step back, man, connections can be made anywhere, right? Relationships are so valuable to not only our mental well-being, but also our success, right? The, as, the, as one of the old cliche goes, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Connections can be made anywhere. And, and it was brought to light due to COVID. And lastly, um, one of the things that I learned that I liked um, <laughs> is that, dude, I don't have my shit together the way I thought. Right? I, I thought I kind of had my shit together, man. But I'm going to tell you what, man, if there's one thing COVID taught me is I do not. Right. I thought I was moving forward in, in, in a very slow, methodical type pace. Right. But I'm getting closer and closer to where I want to be. And although I am trying to to progress daily, man, I am further away than than I, I honestly ever knew. Right. And I don't have every aspect of my life together to 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 the way that maybe I initially thought. And it took the the slowing down. It took the communication. It took the being um, productive versus busy. It took the holistic look of my life as it got slowed down in this pandemic for me to realize that shit, man. Like I knew I had work to do, but I didn't know I had work to do, right? It was an extremely humbling experience um, to know that I, I preach and preach and preach progress and, and development and growth. Um, and, and I thought I was, I was really pushing forward on that. And then I realized that there was a handful of areas where I've, I've kind of neglected. I've kind of taken for granted. I've lost sight of. Um, and COVID brought all that back to light for me. So I'm thankful for that. Right? I'm thankful for the, the realization of what I need to continue to do to reach my goals, my dreams, and my aspirations. So that's it. So for me, that was the good, right? That, that's what I learned from COVID that I liked, right? The things that I hope we don't get away from, and I'll recap them real quick, right? The difference between a want versus a need. Family and friends are the most important. Slowing down is a good thing. Connections can be made anywhere. Communication troops, Y'all are heroes too. The difference between busy and productive, the true value of communication and connectedness. And lastly, <laughs> I ain't got my shit together, right? Um, so that's it. As I mentioned, the good thing, the pros definitely outweigh the cons, but I felt moved to talk about some of the things that I was able to see uh, or that were kind of brought to light in my eyes that I was just like, oh, like really? Like, have you ever like watched something or read something or looked at something and you were just like, really? Really? That's what this discussion today is, right? Lessons learned from COVID. What I liked and what I didn't like. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, you know me. I don't waste no time, man. Let's go ahead and jump right on in. False Prophets. What I think COVID allowed some folks to do was to, um, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit as I look at these, right? There's going to be kind of an underarching theme to some of these. Um, but what I, what I saw was a lot of people trying to take advantage of the situation. People that normally weren't in the limelight um, and weren't in the, the spotlight that really tried to inject themselves out there. Um, and it, 
Although I know a lot of people found their voice during COVID, right? I, you know, we even put together a little a little episode on finding your voice during COVID. There was a lot of what I like to call false prophets. A lot of people out there um, talking about situations and issues that maybe they didn't have all the knowledge and experience on, but were speaking it like it was gospel. Um, I'm, I'm very big on misinformation, right? You can give me your opinion. You can give me your thoughts. I'll take those all day long, right? I, I am open and receptive to receiving those. But when you start spitting things as facts, when you start intentionally misinforming people, I have an issue, right? I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to talk about the news media. Like, I don't, I don't even want to travel down that path, right? But even day-to-day situations, you started seeing that more and more often. People just really misinforming others um, deliberately intentionally. That's really one of the things that I didn't like what I saw from COVID, right? One of those things, you know, we talk about the good and the not so good. That was not so good. And my hope is that these individuals were seen through, right? That, that people saw that and that it didn't impact their lives in a negative way going forward. Again, opinions, thoughts, um, you, you throwing stuff out there as far as that goes, man, I'm all for it, man. That, that's how we learn. That's how we collaborate. That's how we grow. But intentionally misinforming people with what you're spewing as facts, that was a no-go. And I saw it a lot, right? Next up, absent leaders. I'll tell you what, at least for the Air Force, we have some phenomenal leaders. I mean, leaders that really did exactly what you would want to see in a crisis. They led from the front and they brought everybody with them. They were a perfect example of how to stay calm, cool, and collected in a crisis, right? They set the standard. Other leaders were not to be found. It's almost like they took this time off, time off, in quarantine and viewed it as a vacation. They unplugged. They didn't connect with their people. They didn't communicate with their people. They sure as hell didn't get out there and lead the charge from the front. They sat back, rested on on, on their, their tushies, right? We're gonna keep this PG. Well, I, I think I already said another bad word, but anyway, anyway, right? They rested on their tushies while other phenomenal leaders took the flag and marched forward, right? I 100% believe that we probably saw this in civilian organizations as well. I 100% believe that we saw this in the political realm and in the medical realm and all this other stuff. But I can, I can only speak to what I know of, and that's the Air Force. We have gotten, so, I mean, I'm talking from the senior leader level all the way down to the, to the smallest unit level. We have had phenomenal leaders step out in front of this and lead the charge. And that is how I know we will get through this successfully as an Air Force. Um, I'm sure the same could be said for the other uh, military services, right? Um, But holy smokes, the absence of some leaders was staggering. And I would venture to guess, and it would only be a guess, 
that there were more leaders that took an absent role than there one than there was ones that stepped out in the front, right? The ones that that showed innovation, the one that lean, the ones that leaned forward on on trying to make things happen. And the absence of leaders in this pandemic was extremely disappointing to me. That was one of the things I did not like about COVID. Next up, again, we're gonna we're gonna speak primarily military, um, but I. I this can be said and echoed throughout the, the, the civilian side. Um, it amazes me that having a rank and or a position means that people will listen. Now, I say this and I'm going to be a little hypocritical, right? I, I am a senior leader of my organization. And with that, I understand that because I am a senior leader of my organization, the things that I say, people will kind of uh, thumbs up, they'll champion, they'll agree with, they'll do whatever, right? And I say all these things within the same breath, knowing that just because of my rank and or position doesn't mean what I'm saying is more valuable than somebody that could be of lower rank or doesn't hold the position, right? You see this all the time on social media and all this other stuff. You know, somebody that holds a certain rank or position will say something and everybody will just, oh, that's the best thing ever. And oh, oh, oh. Meanwhile, regular Joe over here drops some extremely valuable knowledge, something extremely beneficial to the masses, and it falls on deaf ears because why should I listen? You don't hold a certain rank or position. I don't believe value comes from rank or position. I believe it comes from what you're delivering. Now, I'll say that with, you know, also, you know, saying that I get it. Knowledge, wisdom, and experience comes with age and it comes with rank and people don't reach certain positions if, if they're not skilled in what they do. But that doesn't minimize the voices and the importance of these voices of some of our younger folks, some of our not so seasoned folks. Right. And I wish I would have saw more people championing good content and not just championing ranks or positions. Right. That that was kind of disappointed to me because there if there's one thing I know, again, especially in the Air Force, is that some of our lower ranking airmen, big A, right, man, they they are so knowledgeable and have so much value to give. But I fear that a lot of their message falls on deaf ears because they don't hold the position of whatever people find valuable. Right? So that was one of the things I saw, one of the lessons I learned that I that I didn't necessarily like. Next up, might catch a little heat for this one. Right? 50% <laughs> of what we do is pointless. And that's just a that's an arbitrary percentage, right? I just threw it out there, right? But if I look at it like most companies and organizations, like there was a lot of people that lost their jobs, right? And I, I really feel for that. Like our economy took a dump. It's slowly starting to recover, which I'm thankful for as we slowly start transitioning out of this and getting back to whatever the new normal looks like, right? And I really hope that the people that did struggle and suffer through this uh, can get back on their feet and we can take care of them as a country the way we should. But I'm going to tell you right now, the military has been on minimal manning 
for probably the better part of a month and a half, two months. And I got to be honest with you, we hit some bumps in the road, you know, but that we still met mission requirements. Like we still got the job done. We still were in the business of uh, defending this nation. You know, a lot of us were mission essential. Uh, not so many of us were, had the, the uh, ability to just stay at home for the entire two months, right? There's some folks that are still locked down. I understand that. But when I say things like 50% like of what we do is pointless, I'm talking more on a, on a day-to-day basis, right? One of the things I learn and I laugh and I joke about it is the majority of the meetings I go to, what COVID taught me, could be emails or phone calls. You know, a five-minute phone call could have been this hour-long meeting that, I, that I'm sitting in, right? And it amazes me that this came out of this pandemic, right? If we don't learn from this, we, we, we're, we're kicking ourselves. We have got to look at this, no matter how bad or good it's been for people, and learn from it going forward, Right? 50% of what we do, again, it's an arbitrary number. I, there's no way I could put a number on this, <laughs> but it, it, it's pointless. Like it just, it, it slows down the process. There is so much red tape and bureaucracy in, in certain things that we do that it's really disappointing that we needed a pandemic to cut some of it. I have never processed more paperwork that has been quick turned and gotten back to me with signatures than I have during this, right? So it's disappointing to know that, holy smokes, why did it take a pandemic to get to this point? I hope we don't lose, you know, the ability to quick turn things, important things, things that take care of our people when we come out of this, right? The pointless mundane stuff that people just think up to keep us busy, right? That is what I don't like that, that, that I saw out of this, right? That was frustrating to me. Because you sit back and you're like, why can't it be like this all the time? So as we transition back out of this and we get to full operations, at least in the, in the Air Force, I, I hope a lot of these things, a lot of the fat that we cut out, I hope that stuff doesn't come back. I really hope it doesn't come back. Because I'm going to tell you what, I've gotten more accomplished for my folks that needed things because there was an emergency placed on it. And everybody knew that everything had to be quick turned. Why isn't it always that way? Why do we allow this, the, this, these insignificant things to creep in and this red tape to creep in? If it's important, it's important. And it shouldn't have taken a pandemic for us to realize that. So that was one of the things I didn't like. Which, hopefully, if we don't go back to it, will change into one of the things that I do like. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, next up. One of the things I didn't like from this it really turned into a power grab. Um, people kind of staking claim to what they believed was theirs. I can't tell you how many initiatives, how many innovative thoughts that I, I've seen people try to push forward for the right reasons and the right intent get squashed down because so-and-so over here didn't have a say in it or so-and-so over here didn't have a, didn't, didn't have a, a, an approval stamp for it. Man, I got... Tons of people out here trying to do the right things for the right reasons and take care of people. But because you weren't in the proverbial loop, you want to kibosh it? You want to put your thumb down on it? Are you kidding me? 
This isn't a power grab. This isn't mine, 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 yours, yours, yours. Why did it have to turn into this? No, you, you, you let it roll. You, you, you let it press. This should not have turned into a power grab. There were people that just were not willing to collaborate and work together, which completely blows my mind because this was a perfect instance where we all needed to lean on one another. If there was not a, a, a better time to, to lean on one another and build connections and build relationships and collaborate than this right here, you will never see it. But we had so many people try to power grab what they believed was theirs and really kiboshed a lot of things. I'm really disappointed that we saw this. I really didn't like that lesson that was taught or that my eyes were opened up to. Last but not least, what I learned that I necessarily didn't like, the mindset or the mentality of never let a good crisis go to waste. Again, this, is, this goes right back to the other point where we should have been collaborating and being there and connecting with one another and helping one another, but I've seen so many people try to turn this crisis into profit that it makes me sick, disgusted. This is not the, try, not the time to try to get up on somebody or get over on somebody or to sell a product or to do this or to do that, right? Never let a good crisis go to waste. Are you kidding me? This is the time where we should be giving, 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 helping, 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 especially those who weren't impacted as bad as some others were. But you mean to tell me that you are going to use this, this emergency, this crisis, this pandemic, where people are not only losing their lives, but losing their livelihoods, losing their jobs, you know, not being able to provide for their families. And you, you want to take this and try to turn a profit on it? You can tell me that's good entrepreneurship and that's good businessman stuff all day long. I, me personally, I don't buy into it. I won't buy into it. That will never be in my character. Never. Sorry. Never. Not going to happen. Right? I, I cannot be more emphatic about that. I cannot be more... Out of all of these, right... This is probably the one that pisses me off the most, right? Well, I turn around and I'm scrolling through social media or I'm watching news or I'm, I'm looking at this and I got somebody using this pandemic to try to sell me something, right? I got, what, what, what? No, that's, trying to keep it PG. That has got to stop. So, I learned that from this pandemic that sometimes people are going to be people and uh, that, that kind of, that, that, that hurt me a little bit. That hurt my heart. Um, and that's one of the things that I did not like about this. All right. So that was it. That's my not so good. That's the lessons learned from COVID. The ones that I necessarily didn't like, right? False prophets, absent leaders, rank and position means people will listen, you know, uh, 50% of what we do, arbitrary number, is pointless, right? All the red tape and the, the extra stuff that we bring on to our lives, right? The power grab, folks not willing to work with one another, collaborate. And then the, the people that are trying to use this, use people's vulnerability, use people's fear to turn a buck. Those are things that I did not like. So I 
fully hope that you watch this. I hope that you, you tell me some of the things that you don't like. And if this puts a sour taste in your mouth, man, go back and watch the positives out of this because I promise you, as I said before, there are more positives than negatives out of this, right? There are more learning experiences and things I did like from COVID than that that I did not like. So if you wanna, you wanna get that bad, bitter taste out your mouth, man, go back and watch that first video. Um, as always, man, smash that like and subscribe button. As always, you know, thank you so much for spending time with me. I truly appreciate it. I understand how valuable your time is, especially during these times. And if you have any lessons learned or any things that you liked and or didn't like, man, shoot them my way, right? What did I get right? What did I get wrong? Until next time, thank you so much for spending time at Instagator. We will talk to you soon.